Now, back to the Mulberry Lane Show on the Mighty 1290. Brought to you by Elisa Ilana. Once again, here's Mulberry Lane. Welcome back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry on the Mighty 1290. Well, imagine growing up in a musical and loving family, not too hard to relate with, but unlike growing up here, Anna Popovich grew up learning to play guitar against the background of the Milosevic nationalist regime in Belgrade. At that time, it was Yugoslavia, now it's Serbia. And finally, with the end of communism, Anna brought her music to the world. And she has been nominated for many blues awards and is considered one of the world's foremost female blues guitarists. And she's a new mama again with the birth of her second child this past June. She plays electric slide guitar and she's traveled everywhere. A mix of blues and jazz and soul, one of the best there is out there. Anna Popovich is here. Welcome to the show, Anna. Woo-hoo! I love <laughs> Thanks, that. Anna. That was great. What are you girls doing January 22nd through February 3rd? <laughs> We're going on tour with you, Anna. <laughs> oh, wow. Thanks. Thank you so much. Well, you really grew up around music. Your dad was a guitar player, and a lot of his musician friends were around all the time. So when did you discover your talent for blues guitar? I started when I was about 13, and I wanted to play way before that. But somehow, you know, I didn't dare, and they had all these jam sessions figured out already and their songs and everything. But then I found a little spot. They didn't have a slide guitar player, and I started playing slide with records of Elmer James and, and Robert Johnson and uh, just at home, I'm a brother's band and stuff like that. So I got my five minutes of fame when I was about 13, and that's, that's how I started. Now, was it a pretty male-dominated guitar playing field around you? It was at that time, yeah. It uh-huh. was at that time. I, I also, later on, I went to some sort of a rock guitar lessons that were held in, in Belgrade. It was a class of about 40 students, all male, obviously. Uh-huh. I was the only female uh, guitar player. And, and I was a famous guitar teacher at that time in Serbia. And we would just practice, you know, famous rock riffs. I think I was the one that was learning the slowest of all the guys. You know, uh-huh. they, would just, they would pick it up so fast. And I thought, well, oh, well, you know, what you're going to do? And later on, I started, you know, learning some jazz. But basically, that was all happening in Belgrade before I turned 22. That's when I moved to, to Holland to study guitar. Now, you were accepted to a conservatory and you left the conservatory to actually go on tour. So what was your parents' reaction at that point? Oh, they were absolutely fine with that. They yeah, were? They, okay. They really, they, they really wanted me to tour. You know, I studied graphic design and I graduated that in Belgrade at the same time. I, I had a band and I had these lessons and I had also, of course, my study. They knew I had a backup plan, which was mm-hmm. my graphic design, that I, I actually didn't didn't use any of that. Up until <laughs> you now. didn't have to yeah, use that, did you? Never. They were always a huge support. You know, they were at my concerts very often and they loved, you know, seeing me play live. Now, growing up in Belgrade at that time, and how did that influence your music and you, really? Well, we always traveled as a family, you know, and uh, we were always trying to, you know, go to Western Europe and see countries. And, you know, we were interested in Western art. And, of course, uh, America played a huge part because my, my dad had all the American records and he was really influenced by, by only American blues. And uh, growing up in Serbia, I guess I was, well, I was always like a world citizen, I consider myself, you know. So I really uh-huh. love different parts and I've seen too many good things in the world you know that's why i'm still kind of 
exploring where would be the best place to live and settle down. <laughs> really, the, the truth is that I really need uh, both Europe and America. The style of living mm-hmm. is different, but they complement each other very well, and actually both is great. Uh-huh. When did you come to the U.S. for the first time? It was 2001, okay. I would think. That was when I was nominated for the WC Handy Award, okay. and I immediately fell in love with America. Um, and of course, not to forget my recording, of course, in Memphis. Yeah, you recorded in Memphis, stop. right? Yeah, I re- in Memphis. And then we came back to play some festivals, which was also a whole other dimension for me. You know, the uh-huh. American festivals are just so different from European ones. How are um, they different? Europe is more like they pay the ticket, they come in, they, you know, they stare at you and they kind of want to hear this <laughs> high level of performance versus American is really like, you know, you have a lot of outside things where you, you feel the whole crowd is really yes. one with uh-huh. you, you know. More like a party. And yeah. It's more like a party. You've been consistently nominated for Blues Awards here and all over the world, actually, and you've performed with the greats, B.B. King, Taj Mahal, Buddy Guys. Any particular highlight of your career that has been a high point for you? Buddy Guy, Sonny Landry, uh, those are, you know, Ronnie Earl, really my heroes. Okay. And performing with them, just a dream come true, really. You know, definitely the WC Handy Award nomination and the Blues Award nominations. And, uh, and of course, there's always this Grammy, what you kind of want to achieve if you're a musician, I guess. And mm-hmm. there's always more things that you want. But I think for me, it's, it's basically having the great really know who you are and what you do is uh, is the biggest achievement. Very gratifying, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you're listening to the Mulberry Lane Show on the Mighty 1290. We're here talking with award-winning blues guitarist Anna Popovich. You have a new album coming out in April, and your previous one did very well on the Billboard charts and on the Amazon charts. Now, do you feel the pressure to outdo your previous album? Oh no, no! I don't feel that pressure at all. I think uh, I think we we are gonna outdo it anyway because because I think it's great and I, I'm really really happy with it. As far as the awards or I don't know charts, I'm, I'm not that interested in that. Okay. I'm just really interested in, in having uh, music put down. Anyway, it's easy to do because it's different and I never repeat myself. So okay. anyway, I think it's a whole new side of me, and okay. I think uh, the fans gonna enjoy that got funk in it, got soul in it, got rock, and it's, of course, blues. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's a great record, yeah. a little bit for everyone, and I think it's, it's, it's great. I'm very excited about it. That's exciting. Now, you're a mom with two kids now, and you take them on the road with you, right? I do. I do. The most, most of the time, we, you know, we have to plan the ways that, that it's really good for the kids. Right. And that's the mm-hmm. most important thing. So uh, I try not to have a longer tours at the time than a week uh, without them. Uh-huh. Because they come for a couple of days. Of course, the little one is always with me. Okay. And, and your little one is, what, eight months? Yes. So the other uh, four and a half, he comes and he goes back because he needs school. So we need okay. that too. But he mm-hmm. needs to just get in, you know, enough for mama. Uh-huh. And uh, now the new coming tour is uh, just going to be me and, and Lena, my daughter. She's eight months. And then uh, Luke's going to just stay in his school. And then we'll, you know, we'll see him uh, beginning at the end of the tour. Gotcha. Okay. And they run. Uh-huh. That's and nice. Lena was, she was not even four weeks Oh, oh wow. 
took her first trip to Los Angeles from Amsterdam, and she did her first uh, five weeks tour <laughs> with her brother and her father and me, a uh, five week long, and she wasn't even a month old, and she did great. She was the best. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, was that a big adjustment for you when you had your kids? No, I kind of took it as it was, and I tried to get the best out of it. And actually, it helped in a lot of things. I, I think um, just saying no to shows mm-hmm. also helps. And not being available at all times also helps your career, helps yes. your career. But yes, it takes a lot of organization. And of course, uh, my husband and me, we do everything ourselves. It sounds like you embrace life as it comes at you, no matter what your circumstances are. Have you kind of always been that way? I think I have. I think mm-hmm. I have. And I try to get the best out of the situation mm-hmm. and not forgetting, you know, that just the regular life is also important. And of course, for the kids and that on the first place, we are a family. You know, I'm a mom and, and, and then all the rest is actually my work. You have to set priorities if mm-hmm. you want a successful family and a successful life for your kids. There has to be priorities. And, you know, if we can make it all happen, we'll make it happen. And if not, well, music needs to suffer, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great philosophy. Yeah. Our topic today is about the best career advice you've been given. Has there been someone or a piece of advice that you have kind of clung to throughout your career? You know, there's been uh, many, of course, you know, but uh, if I can think of top of my head, I guess um, no matter how good it goes with the shows, you should always concentrate on the new territories. So don't uh, settle in for a nice life in the countries where you're known because the clubs tend to or go or close and uh, down the line, you won't be able to live just from one country. Uh, You can imagine we got a lot of pressure from the agencies on all the sides to do those shows and pick the ones that pays the best. Uh We tend to say no and say, okay, well, we got this offer coming from Indonesia and maybe it pays a little bit less, but we're going to go for that because we need to open new markets, you know? So So you kind of believe uh, in just continually expanding just so that you have new places to go. Yeah. Uh And that's been ever since I started because I started in Holland and I had the agency right away there. And when I wanted to come to the States, he would be really against that. And he would say, I can't believe you're going there. They they don't pay anything. You know, you don't have your name. Well, here things are happening for you. Mm -hmm. And I insisted on going to the States and insisted to opening, you know, France and Italy. And that's how I've been been working since, you know, for 10 years now. We always put in um, Indonesia, Dubai, uh, India. And I mean, you see this overload on young 20-year-olds that really sing all body songs and my songs. They know blues. It's amazing. You know, never, nobody ever been there, but they all know the songs uh-huh. thanks to, you know, internet and, and everything. Sure. And, and um, they're like a huge amount of fans so far away when nobody thinks that, you know, and, and uh-huh. definitely the markets are shifting somewhere. Wow, well, that philosophy has worked very well for you. Okay, now what's ahead for you, Anna? You know, I got a couple of more records that I have in mind, the ways that, you know, that, that I want to go. I definitely um, want to do an all-acoustic blues record, which is going to be completely different. Wow. And I would like to do another mainstream approach, uh, which is also going to be a whole, whole different. I think there are a lot of sides of me, as you already know, you know, I, I never sure. put out the same record and I think the fans know that already and I want to you know somewhere inspire people or or have them think about certain 
things that are happening in the world and stuff like that. So as musically, it has to be lyrically as well, uh-huh. developed project on its own, every record, you know. Well, it sounds like there's going to be a lot of great things coming from you. And we have Good. to tell you that we learned about you because one of our listeners had sent us an email and said, you have to get Anna Popovich on your show. So that's how oh, we well, reached out wonderful. to you. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you've got a lot of fans around here. Oh, his name is yeah. Roy. You can say hi to Roy. Rory, hi. I'm good. <laughs> and I think one of the coolest things is back in the class, in that guitar class you were talking about, when you said you were one of the slowest learners with all the guys in there, I think what's cool is I have a feeling you left all those guys in the dust with your guitar playing. Oh, well, that's nice to say. However, you know, it's first not a competition, and second, you know, everybody has different styles. But it is it is show with years that is just really hard to um, to make a career and keep a career as a guitar player and uh, that's why I keep on saying um you have to believe in what you what you have before you start going to this conservatories and all these places where they kind of want to you know make something out of you that you're not keep that uh, original idea in mind where you want to go with your career and, and don't waste too much time on lessons the lessons are important but they're definitely not the most important and definitely what your teacher thinks about your playing, that's the least important. You know? Really? Fascinating. So, yeah. Awesome advice. Yeah, yeah you, you should take from the school what you want, not the other way around. You take bits and pieces that, that you want to put into your music and you think you should work on. But at some point, you need to you know, be able to do it on your own, you mm-hmm. know, take it from there and make something out of it. I love your attitude. You are such an original. Good. Well, good. I hope that's an inspiration to some people that are kind of don't know which way to go. Yeah, that's so true. So, well, Anna, we want to wish you the very best in your career, and you'll have to visit us again soon. Wonderful. We, we, I will. And thanks for singing that great song. Send me the lyrics to that. I like that. Yeah, we sure okay. will. You should join me on stage. Yeah. Well, I would love that. Yeah, good combination. All right. Yeah. We'll do a jam. Okay. All right. Thanks, Anna. Thanks, Anna. All right. Bye-bye. Thank Bye-bye. you. Have fun. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And here's our favorite song from Anna Popovich. This is Unconditional. You're listening to The Mulberry Lane Show. Conditioner. 